Welcome to the official catch-up. Uh, today I've got Keir McCauley of Kelty Hearts. Uh, how are you doing, Keir? I'm doing good. Um, I cheers for having me on. Appreciate that. No, brilliant. Obviously, I've, I've spoke to a few Kelty boys now, obviously, Fash and Sean McCurdy and uh, obviously Ross uh, that you know quite well. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I always talk about when speaking to like yourself, uh, how good was that under-20s team last season? Oh, it was so good, honestly. What a group of boys in terms of the togetherness that we had. Um, also, the quality of football that the boys were able to play was just so, so, um, so good. Um, I think anyone that came and watched any of the games would have seen what we were trying to do. So we were aiming to dominate the ball and just make the opposition work for it. Um, and I think the majority of times throughout the season, the, the strategy worked because at times teams couldn't get near us. And it was so good to watch and so good to play in and, and just generally brilliant to be a part of. Yeah, and and I've mentioned it obviously before, but like the Chings away, to, uh, first team for Gala, Berredin, uh, Cammy Lumston, uh, Berwick Rangers, and uh, obviously Archie Roo uh, recently with the Civil Service Strollers, and then there's a few boys uh, moved up to like uh, the league teams, and and then some other boys doing it uh, east of Scotland, like just fantastic. And as you say, me, it was even for the likes of myself coming on a Friday night, and or you know uh, whenever a cup game was, it was just a pleasure to watch these guys. You was you, you were really fantastic for for your age and your your, your level. Yeah, like you said, there's been so many players that have moved on from the club and went on to play at either either equally a high level or or even high higher level. Um, and I think that shows from um, all the hard work that, that they put in last year. It's, it's really paid off for them, as you mentioned, like boys like Chingy and Cammy, both regulars in the low. Even the, the boys that are playing in the East of Scotland League, they're, they're playing in first teams, they're playing in men's football, which again is different from, from what they were doing last season because although the environment that we were playing in last season um, and then in the under-20s league, um, it was high in terms of quality. It's totally different playing against men. Yeah. Um, so the fact that so many boys have been able to go in and do that, you know, it's it's really great to see. Yeah, absolutely, Kieran. And the likes of yourself, obviously, you you kind of got a wee bit of running the first team, uh, Kelly, towards the end of last season, and and obviously Ross uh, until he decided to take a break was obviously in the first team. Um, I thought yeah. you, I thought you, likes of yourself, may have pushed on, but then when you're when you're bringing in guys like Scott London, obviously, it's, it's going to be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so like you said, I, I got my run in the team um, last season. I think it was the first weekend in November um, when, when I made my first start um, for the first team. So pretty much from that moment onwards, that was me kind of away from the under-20s and, and a first-team player. Although I was a first-team player, you know, I was still taking a lot of interest in, in the under-20s and seeing what they were doing and keeping close with, with all the boys. But yeah, I was delighted to to get the run in the team, um, and I felt for when I was in the team, I can hold my head up high from from how I played. Um, and then they brought in the, the club brought in Scott McBride, um, yeah. who understandably you know came in and kind of took took my place a little bit. But what it did is it enabled me to to watch him from the side, watch him in training, see see the things that he was doing in terms of positional positionally and on the ball. Um, and I was able to learn from him and uh, Brady was really really good with me um, he's a great guy we still keep in touch now so although he came in and kind of took my place a little bit I actually it, it, it allowed me to learn um, from him and even like you mentioned Lintz has came in this year playing you know similar p- position to, to what I would play 
and like Lynch, like you, you look at his stats from this season, and you can't have any complaints about like, not being on the team or anything like that. He's again, he's he's a great guy. He's someone that I can learn off. And yeah, like I said, the stats speak for itself. So yeah, Lynch has just been an absolute pleasure to watch this uh, this season, and he, he's done really well. Obviously, free kicks, uh, penalties, yeah. it doesn't matter. Uh, even getting forward uh, down the, you know, bombing down the wing, man, he's just. He, He's uh, yeah. brilliant for this level, and obviously, the majority of Kelty, Kelty boys, Thomas Riley and Dylan Easton, uh, Nathan Austin, it, it would be hard for any sort of young player to get to get a look mm-hmm. into that team. I think so. Yeah, I, I know, but like, like I keep on saying, I, even though you're not in the team, like as long as you're learning from it, um, it's it's probably not necessarily a bad thing, especially if you're able to to get game time elsewhere, like like I've been able to do this season out on loan. So yeah, no, it, it's it's been really good this season, obviously. The, the standard of boys in the Celtic squad is, is unreal. The by far the best quality of players I've I've played with. Um and the fact that you're still able to, to go in and try and compete with these players is is really good as well. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, you, you have to be up for the challenge and stuff and it's and it's good that you you know you you've took your time and obviously learning from yeah, learning from Brady and, and Lince as you say would be brilliant for any any uh, mm-hmm. any young player that obviously wants to be successful, but yeah, I've not really been keeping up with you, Kier, uh, to be honest. Uh, but you know, um, it was easier back in the day when we first sort of I say that back in the day, like last season. But <laughs> but this thing's obviously the, the catch up and everything's really exploded, eh? And you know, trying to keep up with guys. Yeah. Uh, we we try to obviously um, even guys out on loan or or guys that's moved away from the loan league, but it's. Uh, by uh, it's been mental. How how did you get on it? Like like so St Andrews, and then obviously more recently you you moved to Glenrothes. Yeah, so uh, so starting off at St Andrews. So St Andrews was was a really good experience for me. Um, myself and and Owen Andrew, we we both went there at the start of the season um, on a six month loan. So we're there until Christmas. And uh, you know what? It's it's a really really good club. So many great people behind the scenes. <clears throat> They've got a great setup on the goal with the social club and the pitch. The pitch is probably up there with, with the best in the East of Scotland leagues, I would say. I'd probably say by far the best grass pitch in Fife. Um, obviously, Kelt is different with the AstroTurf. Um, but yeah, and cer- certainly grass pitches, it, it's up there with, with the best that I've played on. Um, so no, it, it was really good to go there because obviously I, I got a lot of game time. And again, you were playing against men on a continuous basis. Um, so you know you were trying to prep yourself for when you... You went back to Kelty whenever that may be to try and show you know that that you'd improved, um, and the aspects of of your game um, that you were perhaps struggling with before. So no, that 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 was really good. And then uh, about Christmas time, we, me and Owen, we, we both went in for a discussion with the management at Kelty, and just for for a few different reasons, we decided that that it'd be best if we, we were to to go to Glenrothes. So it was a fairly quick turnaround, if I'm being honest. Um, round about Christmas, it was kind of like one week with St Andrews, and the the next with Glenrothes. But no, since we've went to Glenrothes, um, all the boys have been really, really good to us. We've settled in very, very quickly, um, and we actually went on a decent wee run um, before the the coronavirus kicked in. You know, mucked up our kind of plans of playing football. But yeah, so I think we we lost the first game when we went to Glenrothes. But after that, I think we won four or five on the bounce. And we put ourselves in a really, really good position to finish second um, in the league, which obviously I think um, would have an influence of possibly getting promotion for next season to the East of Scotland Premier League. 
So it's just quite disappointing that it's been kind of halted at the minute because we felt like we were on a good run of form and it was looking promising in terms of finishing in that second place. Yeah, how's how's Owen getting on? Obviously, uh, you know he was a part of the under twenties team, and like yourself, got a few chances in the first team. One thing that uh, I must say about Owen is, he's, he's uh, I think his determination and sometimes frustration gets better. Gets the better of him sometimes because he's he's a he's a born winner uh, from what I've seen. But he, he has that side of him. Obviously, if things aren't going his way, you know he gets a wee bit frustrated. I think is he. Is he still the same? Is he? How's he doing? I, I mean, I think any any footballer that wants to play at the highest level, I think they've got to have that grit and determination about them. Yeah. Um, and I don't think anyone um, can settle for, for losing. I think if you do that, then it's kind of showing weakness within your game. Um, Owen, he, obviously, you know what he's like from seeing him last year, but he scores goals for fun. Um, and he's done that this season and even at times when he's not actually been playing centre forward because at, at St Andrews he was playing on the left wing quite a lot but I think he still managed to hit double figures which obviously was, was really good um, in terms of that only being for six months so yeah, and I, I mean, you're right he's a, he's a determined boy and sometimes he perhaps lets his emotions get the better of him but he always manages to find the net and you would much rather have someone that cares and wants to win and wants to stick in for their teammates um, to, to get the three points or to get the, the winning goal rather than someone who just is, is a little bit passive. So, yeah, uh, he, he's been doing great at both St Andrews and Glenrothes. Um, and it's been really good, you know, to, to move from Kelty on loan to, to these clubs with him. Yeah, absolutely, Keir. I agree completely. Uh, I, what you said about him being a, a goal scorer and whatnot, um, I'll probably, I might reach out to him, obviously. I don't know what his situation's like at the moment. I've not spoke to him in ages, but... Uh, yeah, I've I've always um, like I like I said the whole team uh, the under twenties last season fantastic one, uh, one obviously uh, similar, um, but yeah you're right you need winners in your team and and there is boys that have that determination that, that want to succeed and and I probably include like yourself in that too mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, I, I think it's really important to have that within your game. Um, I mean, there's probably no better person to kind of take that off rather, uh, other than the, the gaffer at Kelty. So Barry Ferguson, the way he played um, is the way that he coaches and he wants to win. Um, even if it's just 4v4 at training, you know, he's putting emphasis on, you know, ha- having that, that bit about yourself to, to go and do well, to not concede goals, to go and score as many as possible, to be competitive all the time. Because if you do it in training, then it will come off in games. Um, so yeah, I definitely think it's an important trait to show, and I know for a fact that Owen does it, and I, I try my best to, to show it as well. Yeah, brilliant, mate. And in terms of in terms of what what you're up to now, obviously, uh, are you? It's a bit strange. Obviously, I've I've not really spoken to anyone that's been out on loan yet. In terms of players, are you mm-hmm. getting instructions from Glenrothes? Are you getting instructions from Kelty? Uh, I know that Kelty have been getting. Um, I know that the Kelty players have been getting stuff to do, but um, we've been kind of following it from, from Glen Rothwell's point of view. Um, so I, I know that Owen um, and myself, we, we've both been doing a few runs a week and also certainly I've been doing some uh, kind of circuit work um, and just in, in about my house and in the back garden and things. Um, but yeah, it's so important to, to keep yourself ticking over um, in this period of time because no one really knows what's going to happen really. I mean, anything can change at such a, a a quick period of time so you've got to keep yourself ticking over um, so I so through doing runs and then just doing kind of upper body circuits and core circuits um, in my own time that, that's what I've been doing to try and keep myself ticking over 
And there's, uh, we've spoke to a, a few people uh, recently, obviously, and uh, like yourself, mate, you're obviously got your uni work to, to do in that. Are you, are you yeah. a wee bit concerned with that? Have you heard anything from... <laughs> Again, similar to football, it's quite a confusing period of time at the moment. Um, like, no one really plans for this to happen. And then, of course, it, it all kind of kicks off and it's kind of panic stations. Um, so in terms of, of my uni, so I'm in third year at uni doing a sports coaching degree um, at Aberty. And so what, what we are kind of doing now is we are basically doing the, the same lectures and tutorials that we would have been doing, but we're just doing it via online. Okay. Um, so nothing, nothing too much has actually changed in that respect. Um, it just means that, you know, you've, you've probably got to be a bit more independent than you would have been before um, in terms of trying to work a little bit more for yourself. Me personally, I've still got, I know that I've still got three assessments um, to go before I can finish the, the year off. But one of those is like a group presentation type thing that was meant to be done within the uni. So obviously there's, there's, um, the lecturers are trying, trying to work out a plan um, to, to change that because obviously you can't go into the, the uni at the moment. Um, but for the time being, that that's kind of what what I'm filling my day with, just uni work and uh, the odd game of FIFA. Um, so I'll just do that until I can get my three assessments out of the way, and then uh, just let's try and chill for the summer. Hopefully, this passes by quite quickly. Yeah, I think that's what everyone's hoping for, Kia. In terms of your your, your career before, I, I don't really know a lot about uh, where you were before, Kelty, Kira, um, I'm assuming you were in, you know, maybe Fife Elite or Dunfermline or, or somewhere like that. So I, so I started off my um, my footballing career at, at Rangers as, as a 10-year-old. Um, I was there for, I think, just over a year and then I, um, I was released and, and went to Dunfermline. Um, I was at Dunfermline for five years and... <laughs> that that was a really good time for me. I met so many good people that I, I stay in touch with now. And then when the Fife Academy got formed, I was one of the ones that, that was released from that. And from there, I went to St. Johnston. I was at St. Johnston for just over a year. Um, and then just decided that I would take a little bit of a step back. Just I wasn't quite enjoying it the same. Um, I think I enjoyed Dunfermline so much. And then travelling through to Perth, you know, three, four times a week. Um, and, and I was at school at the time, obviously, doing hires and things like that. So I decided to take a, a little bit of a step back um, from it. And I went and played amateur football for two years. So I played for a club called AM Soccer, um, yeah. who are based in Cooper and Fife. And I, I played for their amateur team for, for two years. But it wasn't, just a, it wasn't just your standard amateur football team because AM Soccer, like, they, they pride themselves in, in the academy that they've got going on. Yeah. So uh, when you when you're in that kind of amateur team, it's kind of like a, a first team of a of a pro youth academy. So you were constantly having like young players coming up and um, playing with you. And at that time, I think my first season for the amateurs, I was only 17. So I was probably up there with the the youngest players in, in the amateur leagues. Um, but you know, it, it was good because it opened your eyes to a different side of football. So up until that point, I was playing pro youth football it was all very like good facilities good pitches good referees good opposition um things like that but playing amateur football obviously there's a uh, different aspects to that um yeah. but no obviously i would say that benefited me um really well because again i was playing against men every week i was having to be physical 
um, I was ha- I was having to try and compete with people that are more physical than than I was. But yeah, and Lindsay Sharp was was great. So he was the the manager when I was there, and he can oversees the the program at AM Soccer. Um, and it's a, it's a really good thing that they've got going. Um, they do primary school sessions and things like that as well. And it was from there when uh, Craig Gibson um, had got in contact with me to to go to Kelty for their first season in the under twenties league. And after meeting um, Gibby and also Lee Wallace, it was a, a, a no-brainer um, to to move to to Kelty. Um, and it's something that I'm so so happy that I did um, because I met so many great people. Uh, they obviously, as we've already spoken about, the under twenties group from last year was just it's something really really special. Um, and I think it, it was created by um, Gibby, Lee, Togs, Crockett, um, who were our coaching team. Um, and I know for a fact that the boys are really appreciative of all the, the work that they put in last year. And it, it, to be fair, it, the work that they put in it enabled me to step up to the first team because I'm, I'm not so sure if, if I just went from amateur football to Kelty first team, I, I don't know how, how, I, how I would have coped about that. But Kelty under-20s, I would say, definitely prepared me um, really well and I was able to, to just kind of kick on um, from when I made my debut. And then I think I started about, 12 games um, in a row after that. So, yeah, no, that, so my, my career um, kind of started at Pro Youth and then a couple of years um, at AM Soccer Amateurs and then getting back involved at Kelly Under 20s. So. Yeah, and like I said, man, I, I say this to a lot of guys we got on um, and I wouldn't lie to anyone, but I, I think you've, you, you've been brilliant, obviously. Something I actually forgot about, Kier, was uh, that you were in the, the Catch Up Supporters Team of the Year. I actually forgot about that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, so that that was great. I I got a really good good uh, buzz out of that because it was showing that other people were kind of noticing um, my name as well. So no, I was delighted with that, especially as such a, a young boy. And also, I I didn't actually play the full season as we already said. I only kind of broke into the team around about November time. Um, and then of course, like after um, a few months, Brady had came in and um, played left back um, more often than I did. So no, I was I was really delighted with that. So I cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, I actually forgot about that. But now I was, um, I was happy to, you know, that your name was in the discussion stuff. Obviously, sometimes it's it's up to myself. But uh, um, now, obviously, I, I fired the names out, and you weren't fair and square, mate. And and I, as I said, I, I thought you'd done fantastically well with your time. Not only uh, under twenties, but obviously the time you had in the first team. Uh, what are your plans? I think, if I remember right, I think you're you're signed up to Kelty next season. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, so I I just signed a, a new contract um, around about Christmas time there. So um, yeah, I'm I'm at Kelty for for next season. So I'm uh, looking forward to trying, you know, to to make an impression uh, again and trying to force my way into that starting eleven um, just by being, you know, competitive. Hopefully, if we do get playing again. Uh, before the end of the season, hopefully I can show uh, through my performances from uh, from playing with Glenrothes and helping them try trying to to get promotion that I'm more than capable of going back into that Kelty team. But apart from that, in, in pre-season I'll you know try and stick in um, by doing work away from the club. Um, I know that I know the aspects of my game that I need to improve on. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll go away and work hard on that and uh, see where where that leaves me in pre-season. Have you got any thoughts on what should happen if uh, I keep on asking people this? But obviously, <laughs> everyone everyone seems to have a different opinion. Uh, most players that I have spoken to obviously they want to 
sort of play the season out. And I guess, uh, yeah. I guess it might be similar with yourself if, if Glenn Roffis are, are sort of chasing promotion. Yeah, exactly. So I, th- I think, I think there's so many possible solutions and outcomes, but none of them are quite perfect. So it's really, really hard to say. Um, one thing's for sure, I, I certainly wouldn't like to be the one that's making all the decisions. Um, <laughs> put it that way, because no matter what you what you decide, someone's going to be unhappy about it. But my personal view, it's it's hard to say, and I've wrestled with a few different ideas. Um, but I'm like the majority of players out there. I'd like to see the season finished off. Um, I think if you asked, um, obviously you've spoken to a few players already, and they can uh, agree with what I'm saying. But even if you went Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, or Monday, Thursday, Saturday, something like that. But I'm I'm sure that most players would agree um, that they would prefer to finish off the season. Um, that way, you know, the champions can be made champions through their own accord and promotion can be gained and relegation. If you still get relegated, then you've kind of deserved it in, in a way. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't think it would be fair to make it null and void. Um, so I, I don't think that's a, a very reasonable outcome because um, teams and staff and players and supporters, they've all spent far too much time and effort and money um, on this season to just be told, no, it doesn't count for anything. Um, especially if you look at Kelty's situation in terms of, like, they're top of the league. They're top of the league for a reason. With only maybe five, six games to go. They've been so consistent. Um, you look at the goals that they've scored, I don't think it'd be very fair at all to say, oh, you're just going to have to redo all of that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think my preference finished off the season, but how logical that's going to be, I don't think anyone really knows because, obviously, you, you, you can't really put a time limit um, on this at the moment. I don't see the season finishing in terms of, like, this. Is, I don't think this is going to be over anytime soon, basically. I, I would go for uh, now and void. I know that, like what you said, and I've, I've obviously spoken to Fash, and he would think it would be, you know, everything would be meaningless too. But I think now and void with the possibility of restructuring. So maybe yeah. the likes of mm-hmm. Kelly or, or uh, Brora and that go up to maybe promote the the two up up yeah. the league no no relegation stuff like that I, I would like to see that but then I, I, like you said uh, Keir like no one's you know Bonnie Rig might not be happy BSC might not be happy and and mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's yeah it's a, it's a tough choice for anyone to make a big move yeah I, I mean if if the SPFL are thinking about doing restructuring I think now would be a good time to do it yeah um, I think a, a lot of people would support that. Um, but then it's where, where do you draw the cut off about? Because I think uh, I seen a, an article. I think it was maybe the Stenhouse Muir chairman that was saying, um, just like, uh, just get rid of the kind of promotion yeah. um, for for the next <laughs> couple of years and just keep it like that. So I I think it's if you're doing that, I think you need to be fair to to the whole of the pyramid, um, and that goes right down to like the the conference A and B. Because um, I know, like Tynecastle have kind of ran away with Conference B um, in the in the league that that I'm playing in at the moment with Glenrothes. So I think it'd be very unfair to them to say no. You just kind of go up because uh, it's only the that that's where the the lines getting drawn about. So it's it's all left buts and maybes. Um, yep. But uh, everyone can have their own view. But uh, it's just the the sooner we can get back to playing football, the better. Yeah, and and I spoke to Callum Elliott as well, and, and uh, he's off the opinion, obviously, similar to, to yourself and a lot of the other boys, that 
he wants to win the title and promotion. Uh, he doesn't yeah. want to just be given it. And he, mm-hmm. you know, um, he obviously, it's tough. It is really tough, mate. But, but I mean, no, it's been an excellent chat, mate. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on. It's obviously good to, to, to talk to some of the lads, obviously, like yourself, and obviously got a different perspective on the, you know, uh, on, on things, especially, you know, I always follow sort of development football. I'm more at a hell of beef uh, this season, sadly, Kier, I know. Oh, no dear. I'm not <laughs> having that. <laughs> They're about five minutes away from my house, pal. That's my excuse. <laughs> but, uh, I'll let you off then. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, I, you know, I've been a big fan of uh, the Kelly team, the young guys, and obviously it's great to see the likes of yourself getting first team elsewhere and uh, other boys that have moved on for the league in East of Scotland and uh, youth teams higher up in the in the leagues. Uh, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on, mate. Uh, brilliant chat. And uh, hopefully, um, if it's going to be a while, mate, we'll speak again soon and we, we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, stay safe, mate, and, and all the best. Yeah, same to you. Right, thank you very much for having me on. 